0: In today's episode, football is inching closer and closer. It is only a few days away. We got some big news there out of Bears camp. Matt Nagy naming Mitchell Trubisky as starter. Deshaun Watson getting that big contract. What it means there for that Houston franchise. And also news there out of South Beach. Miami naming Ryan Fitzpatrick, their starting quarterback. Over to getting all this and more coming up on Sports Talk from the Crib. Hey everybody, welcome to Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Hope you're all having a fabulous weekend. It's Labor Day. Hopefully you're all out there enjoying yourselves, maybe hitting the beach, enjoying some time with your family and friends. Hopefully no one's out there working and just enjoying themselves. But anyways, news broke out this weekend. The Chicago Bears named Mitchell Trubisky, their starting quarterback, once again, for this NFL year. As you know, they had Nick Foles on their roster. It got him over there from uh, Jacksonville. His one year there in Jacksonville. And we all thought this was going to be a big time you know, QB competition. Nick Foles and him have been splitting reps for the first team. This is about every other day there in camp. But Matt Nagy came on and announced that <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback. I apologize to all your Bears fans out there. They just have to do it one more time. They just have to do it one more time to figure out is he really the answer? The answer is no. But, you know, they just have... They decline his rookie year, fifth year option there. So he's playing out this year. This is his last year of his contract. I guess you got to find out. They're hoping. They're hoping the guy that they drafted over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson that he will just come somewhat of a good quarterback. But uh, anyways, this is this, you know... It's just gonna be another long year for you, Chicago. It's gonna be another long long year. Look at the quarterbacks in that division. Look who you have. Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, and Kirk Cousins. So guess what, Bears? You don't you don't you have the worst quarterback in the division. It is going to be hard going up against those guys week in and week out. And the thing that got me the most was when Matt Nagy said, Nick Foles is a competent backup, like one of the best in the league. And he gets the ball down the field. Guess who doesn't get the ball down the field? That is Mitchell Trubisky. He has a career average of (laughs) under seven yards. Last year, he was 6.08. We'll round it up and make it up there to 6.1 yards per attempt. Dead last in the league, 32nd in passing per t- attempt. Like, that is a glaring stat. In today's pass-happy league, this guy can't comp- complete the ball down the field. He's a great play-action guy. That seems like to be the only way. They got Allen Robinson there on the outside. They signed a couple years ago. They're from Jacksonville, who is going to be that number one guy to kind of stretch the field out for him, help him out, you know, try and get those... Crazy passes he throws because he's never accurate. And that's just, this hasn't worked out. He hasn't shown it. This is last year's stats now. he was 63% last year, 3,138 yards, 17 TDs, 10 picks, 28th in total QBR, 39.4. 27th in TDs at 17. He was 21st in passing. And like I said, 32nd. And yards per attempt at six point one. They were eight and eight. They were like they're hovering around five hundred because of that defense. The defense has always been awesome there in Chicago. They just never had that franchise quarterback that just push them through. I mean, they went to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. That's saying something there. That just goes to show you how that franchise gets quarterbacks. But Nick Foles to me. He hasn't been really any kind of quarterback outside of Philly. But I would take him over Mitchell. Trubisky. He is risky. <laughs> like Nick Foles. He went to the Super Bowl. He won the MVP. He went head to head there with Tom Brady. Won them the Super Bowl. You got a Super Bowl MVP as your backup. Can he be... Can he thrive in that Chicago Bears offense? I think so. I really do think so. Now, if Mitchell Trubisky... Can this play the Detroit Lions only? Then he may have a shot. Because he does have a pretty damn good record against the Detroit Lions. His career, 70% against them. 11 touchdowns, 4 picks in the 5 games he's played against Detroit. He's got one rushing TD against them, too. So it seems like he plays the best when he's facing the Detroit Lions. But you have, you know, 14 other games to play. So, this is another year he's proven that he's not an NFL quarterback. He only started a few games. They only started one season at North Carolina. University of North Carolina in college. I forget. I think it was only like 12 starts. Maybe it was 14. But he only uh, started that many games there at North Carolina. And you traded up for him in that draft. With the Niners to go up one spot and draft him. You got caught up in that whole, you know, people blowing up his stock. Saying he's the best quarterback in the draft. He's this, he's that. The scouts started falling in love with him. Just putting off that information. You got trapped into drafting him. You got hypnotized because you had two other quarterbacks that got drafted later on. And Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And now look what you have done. This is what you've done. Admit you made a mistake. Admit that it is over with this guy. And move on. Take your chances with Nick Foles. Win now. Because that defense is going to keep getting older. Cleo Max going to keep getting older. Like, that defense is pretty stout. And I feel like that whole defense, everybody on there, is just wasting away their prime years because you don't have a quarterback that can get the ball down the field. At some point this year, Nick Foles is going to be the starter, and he should be the starter. I don't even care if he struggled, because this is another thing Mitchell Trubisky said. It feels like I got a fresh, new, clean slate because they had a little discussion. They brought him in the office, say, "Hey, man, you're going to be the starting quarterback going into the year. We really like want to see what's going on, and a fresh, new, clean slate." Okay. Listen, man, you got to prove it. This is your last chance. This is your last chance to be on the Chicago Bears football team and to probably be in the NFL, period. Like, this is your last chance. I don't even see him. I see like a Blake Bortles situation going on here where Jacksonville had Blake Bortles, gave him a shot after shot, even gave him another year... You know, and it still didn't work out. On the contract, they even signed him. So hopefully Chicago doesn't make that mistake and say, oh, he played pretty well during these few games here, got hurt, and maybe we should give him another shot. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Because you don't want to be in the same boat that Jacksonville was in with Blake Boros, where they did the same thing with him, extended him, and he has not been in the league since. And this could very well happen to Trubisky. He is too risky. <laughs> now let's get into a quarterback that balls, Deshaun Watson. He signed a big time extension. Four year. $160 million extension there with the Texans. It could be worth up to $177.5 in total guarantees. $111 million guaranteed as of right now. And he deserves every bit of it. He Ever since he's come into the league. He has been dominant. He's shown his, you know, his talent, the way he makes plays out of nothing. The only problem I see here is you lost your number one wideout this offseason because Bill O'Brien wanted to trade him off because he said something to him or whatever the case may have been. And I just hope, yeah, I just hope this franchise gives you something in return because you're an exceptional talent. They got some good players. They still have, if their wide receiver crew can be healthy, Brandon Cooks, who they brought in a, in a trade with the uh, L.A. Rams, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills. Problem is, all those guys are always hurt. And the defensive side of the ball is really hurting as well right now. I see that they will going to have to score 35 points a game for them to even have a shot. And that's what, because Bill Bryan has dismantled that whole entire team. But he is my buddy. My pal, my best coach in the whole NFL, Bill O'Brien. He is my favorite because I love ragging on him. I absolutely love ragging on him and all that moves that he makes since he's become the GM. this All those picks he gave the Dolphins for Lambie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. And then he signs Lambie Tunsil to that record uh, contract for a left tackle, which... Hey, if you're going and then Deshaun Watson, if you're gonna keep Deshaun Watson, you better have that left tackle black on his his uh, blind side there. So that was good, but I don't know Larry Tunsel is worth that much money being the highest paid left tackle there is in the game, but that's another story. You know, they were up twenty four nothing against the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and couldn't close the deal. That's another concerning thing. Because their defense is just not going to be able to stop anybody this year, unless surprising, it will be shocking to me, probably shocking the whole football fans and world out there if they do. But they're up twenty-four nothing in that Kansas City Chiefs game, and they didn't close the deal. Chiefs just went on a rampage and scored at will. That next the next question: Can they compete against the Kansas City Chiefs? Can they compete in even the AFC South? We saw Tennessee win it last year. The Colts are back. They brought in Philip Rivers to be their starter. Could they be potential, you know, clashay with them? So I actually see the Colts being better than the Texans this year. I see the Titans kind of hovering around that 500 mark along with the Texans. But I think the Colts can actually probably win the division with Philip Rivers as their quarterback. That remains to be seen, but. Can, it, can this uh, brew a little rivalry between Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes? He's going to get almost the same amount of money as Patrick Mahomes. I actually think he's going to make more annually these next few years ahead of Patrick Mahomes. He's going to make almost $40 million a year. That is crazy to think about. And can it be a rivalry? This is two great quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. I think it could be a sight to be seen. If the Houston Texas can even make it to the playoffs and face them. Hey, they face each other Thursday night. That could be step one. Step one, Thursday night opening day for the NFL season. We're finally going to get our glimpse of football. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see these two guys on the field. I think they were there are I would put them both in the top five in terms of quarterbacks in the entire league. Pat Mahomes to me is number one and Deshaun Watson's right there. He is right in the mix in that top five. I may have him in like, fourth, maybe fifth because, you know, you can throw Tom Brady in there. I like to throw Russell Wilson in there, Aaron Rodgers. You got a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. So Deshaun Watson, to me, is about to creep in that top five because he has the talent to do it. He has the athleticism. He has a cannon for an arm. He can make any throw on the field, and I can see... Him being a great, great player. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. But the thing is, to me, for that to happen, Bill O'Brien has to go. I know the Sean Watson says he has a lot of love for him, a lot of respect for him, and believing in him. But there's so many times over the course of the year Bill O'Brien's play calling is just a is this garbage. Let's just face it. It's garbage. He thinks he's his offensive genius. The only way the offense is moving is that Deshaun Watson is making a miraculous play, spin moving, dropping five stiff arms on a guy and flinging it down the field with one of those guys. Like, it's crazy how they ran the same plays over and over and over again. I think for his development, he needs another coach to come in there and just let him be him and just... Let him let him call his own plays. Pull a Peyton Manning. Let him have him call all his own plays so you don't have to worry about it. Because Bill O'Brien is going to bring this man down. I remember I talked about in previous episodes in the spring. Like Bill O'Brien is going to bring this guy's on the field play down. I'm afraid he's going to get him hurt. The way he calls plays. I'm afraid that it's going to get him hurt on the field. And that's my biggest worry about him. I wish him the best. I love that he signed with them. He's loyal to the franchise. They drafted him. He's getting his money. It's a blessing. But I just, for his football future, I'm a little bit worried about it. This is because of the person in charge. And now with some news out of Dolphins Camp. I know everybody loves a the Tua. They, they expressed their tanking for Tua all last year. We didn't even tank for Tua. And we still got him. So, but guess who was named? The starter Ryan Fitzpatrick was named starter, which makes a lot of sense because there's been, you know, no, no mini camp, no offseason really this whole year because of what happened. And they also cut Josh Rosen, he was actually just picked up uh, by the Buccaneers for their practice squad. <laughs> so he's on his third team in three years. The poor guy, first round pick, didn't work in Arizona. They drafted Cal Murray, comes to Miami in a trade. It didn't work out. We drafted two Attack of Laloa. Say that ten times fast. And <laughs> and this is he's gonna be the backup. So Josh Rosen's out, Tua's the backup, Ryan Fitzpatrick's the starter, and that fits magic for this year. It's going it makes a whole lot of sense. Brian Flores even came out and said a year like this with no OTAs, no minicamp, modified training camp, we felt like that would be the best decision for the team. And it is like That's what I love about this coaching staff. It's the best coaching staff in Miami in probably two decades. All together in probably two decades, they actually have a coaching staff that knows what they're doing, that knows how to develop players. Last year, it looked like a high school football team out there the first few weeks, and all of a sudden, you finished 5-11. You came out and competed week after week after week. It was great to see that a lot of those guys... Who wouldn't even be on NFL teams? Come out there and compete, and getting bringing their developmental traits up. Like that's what I love about Brian Flores and his coaching staff. They work with the players. They get the best out of them. They coach them. They make them better in what they do, and that's what I like the best about it. So, what the other thing is? Chang Gailey is the offensive coordinator. Now, Chan Gailey was the offensive coordinator there in Buffalo and the Jets when Ryan Fitzpatrick was with him. So they brought Shane Gailey out of retirement. Yes, that Shane Gailey, who's been around the league for like, I don't know, like probably like 40 years now. he was been retired the last few. And then they brought him back <laughs> out of retirement here. The coast the offense there with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So we're going to see how this offense may thrive a little bit better with him there. Devontae Parker who Miami drafted in the first round, you know, four four or five years ago, this redid his deal. He actually came along and played like the first-round draft pick that everybody envisioned him doing. Him and Ryan Fitzpatrick had a great connection. Preston Williams was a uh, rookie last year as well. He had a great connection with them. Those two guys on the outside, this could be a little surprising team. They brought in Matt Breda there for running back along with Jordan Howard. They could, you know, I see this offense really kind of coming along, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick being a starter. This makes all the sense. Don't want to risk that injury with Tua coming off that hip injury. Best of this red him, barring an injury to Fitzpatrick. Tua should sit, learn the system, learn the NFL game. It's best. But like I said, I like Devontae Parker now. I like the way he's looking. I love the way he goes up and catches the ball. And now with bringing in actual running backs, in the Matt Breda was awesome there for the 49ers. Jordan Howard you know, had an injury there that for Philadelphia, so he sat out. But he was a great back there in Chicago as well before they got rid of him. Now Ryan Fitzpatrick's not going to have to lead the team in rushing. <laughs> That was the most glaring stat. He led the Dolphins in rushing last year with 243 yards and four touchdowns. Your quarterback. Your your quarterback who's like on his last legs there. He plays his heart out. The beard game is strong. But man, he does not need the league. Unless you're Lamar Jackson, you don't need the league. Lead your team in rushing yards at 243. That goes to show you how... This horrible, horrible rushing attack of the Miami Dolphins was last year when Ryan Fitzpatrick is leading your team in rushing. That is not something we want to see again. That is something we are not going to see again. And I look forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I think Miami Dolphins are going to be the team that surprises the most people this year. They're on the come up. Tom Brady is no longer in the division there in New England. you got Cam Newton. We'll see how that whole thing figures there in Patriots land. First week, the first uh, game is in New England. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick going up against Cam Newton. Don't worry. We ended the New England Patriots season last year. Ryan Fitzpatrick and the crew went in there and caused the New England Patriots not to have a bye week and have them exit there in the first round. So that is, Ryan Fitzpatrick can go in there and win. Miami Dolphins always seem to play New England well, too. But Tom Brady no longer in the division. The time is now. You gotta start going now. You gotta start going now. I'm gonna keep saying it. The division is wide open. It's anybody's game. The Bills improved. The Patriots are on the they lost a lot of players. They opted out of the uh, season because of the coronavirus. So they've opted out. A lot of big time players. Miami stole a lot of their players too. Miami stole a lot of their new England Patriots players there. So it's going to be interesting season. I love the whole chain, Gailey Ryan Fitzpatrick connection going, going a little bit old school with it. And I like their chances in the division this year as well. And that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. I thank you for listening to another episode of sports talk from the crib with your host Tanner Christian. Remember it's Monday through Fridays available on all streaming platforms. Be sure to check out the official website there at feeltheheatentertainment.com, feeltheheatent.com. Also, the official Instagram there at feeltheheatentertainment as well. Thank you all for joining me again. Stay blessed out there. Be safe. I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace out.